When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who can go to trap sons and traps? Trap sons and trap don'ts 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 and What's up? It's Adam Hunter here. Welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's going to be a great show. we got Greg Wilson coming in, as well as Tyler Smith and Matt Delanoit calling up, who's going to be in the new um, Dada 5000 Bare Knuckle Boxing uh, Brawl for All. It's unbelievable coming up in, in Wyoming. Uh, also available on pay-per-view. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal in California, and you shouldn't have to leave your house to get it, okay? They will deliver it to you, okay? You, have, you go right now to a dispensary. It's gas. You can get into a car accident. It's long lines. It's a pain in the ass, all right? Plus, they got these bud tenders trying to get you high the whole time, and next thing you know, you get a DUI. Boom, $20,000 later, it was a bad choice. No, stay home. You get pieces delivered. You get Chinese food delivered, okay? All kinds of stuff you get delivered. Amazon, right? Why not get weed? delivered and they'll take care of it at speedweed go to speedweed.com mention roasted you get ten dollars off a hundred dollars or more they'll deliver marijuana edibles cbd they got you covered also santa cruz medicinals okay santa cruz medicinals has the best cbd on the market they are awesome i highly highly recommend it they got potent cbd infused coconut oil olive oil mct oil vape pens and more it's gluten-free it's vegan it's paleo and sugar-free it's lab tested and it's made in santa cruz california so you know it's good go to scmedicinals.com mention roasted you get ten dollars off a hundred dollars or more greg just walked in as well as tyler let's talk to them right now so yes, people, we got a great show tonight. Uh, we got uh, Greg Wilson is here. That's right, Greg Romero Wilson. We got Tyler Smith. Yo, yo, yo. Grant Dawson. Uh, like Hello. I said, Cody Stamen, who's, uh, who's, who's a complete badass. And then uh, a guy who's competing in, remember Data 5000? Sure. Uh, by the way, make sure your mic's on. He's yeah. actually, yeah. He, uh, he has his new fight promotion now. Bare knuckle. It's going to be in. They're calling it a trigon. It's a it's a triangle. <laughs> oh but, my god! But they're saying it's a. Tri- and I'll show you the commercial for it. But uh, a that's going to be weird. I mean, you you have some <laughs> steep corners in there. You could get trapped in. Uh, yeah. Matt, Ooh, I didn't even think about. Yeah, that. Yeah, think about it. if you get caught in one of those triangle <laughs> corners, you you get <laughs> pinned <laughs> in. Yeah, like that's, Matt Delanoid. Okay, I'll show you that's right now. So bad. That would be awesome. Yeah, so like, but like he even got, he calls it a Trigon cage. Like, <laughs> isn't the point of calling it a Trigon like that's the trademark? Like, it's, it's a Trigon, trigon. conclusion that someone's gonna get like fucked four, up. Is it Gon meant four more sides or something or five? They're just making up words now, right? They are making up a word, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. definitely not a word. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Angie Hill said, let trigons be trigons. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the funniest That's things. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, we're going to have uh, that guy's going to be on the, on the podcast, the guy who's, who, guy who's fighting in it, uh, who's going to fight in that thing, Matt Delanoit, who's fighting in that event. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be calling in soon. So what's going on with you, Greg? What's new? Nothing. Sitting around waiting for something to happen in this town. Nothing's happening. Really? Dude, last week I was supposed to be in Vancouver shooting that show for Amazon. Yep. And my scenes got cut. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if I got cut from the series or if just I got cut from that episode. So Uh, now, so I wound up sitting around all of last week and I was up for a second show that I was shooting in in, uh, Portland last week. And they were like, no, Greg's the choice. They love Greg. Everybody loves Greg. But I guess like the creator of the show had, had this one person they were really sold on. And so they ended up going with that guy. That's why and so you got to so, make your own show, man. That's why I wound up sitting. So I wound Fucking up sitting. Andy and then, of course, I, I, watch, I watch all the fights. I'm ready to do the show with you. I'm like, I'm like, OK, I'm ready to go. I got the Tyron Woodley. Now I watched everything. Oof. Right. And then and then no. And then you're on a cruise. 
and I'm just uh, sitting here <laughs> and I'm sitting here doing nothing. Yeah, not I didn't even have this to do. Wow. Oh, so then, mean, even, not even this. This is uh, this is. Well, the, just no. no you you know probably I mean? have more fans from this than you do. No, I mean, absolutely. But I'm just saying, yeah, like, I mean, I definitely do. This yeah. is something that you know I would have liked to have been able to do this. Which is just crazy though, because you know. Greg's been in like so many shows. You've been in so yeah. You, like, yeah. I mean, the one you did probably on on Fox that mm-hmm. was huge. The one with uh, uh, Craig Robinson, Craig Robinson and Adam Scott. And you probably have more people that know you from MMA Roasted. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Definitely more people come to my shows that say, "Hey, MMA Team Roasted." <laughs> Than anything else, like no one shows up and goes, "World's dumbest criminals," like because those guys are in jail probably. But um, but nobody says that. Nobody says, "Hey, VH1," you know, none of that That, shit at all. That's the best, and that's like the best and worst part about podcasting because. I mean, guy, I've been doing this 21 years. You know, Greg, you've been doing this for probably uh, you know, a long well. No, 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 no comedy. A- comedy, 20 years, right? I know. But the problem is, is a lot of podcasters are newer comedians, but they get on successful podcasts. Yeah. And yeah. then I've had people come up to me at my shows and be like, hey, dude, you're the only guy I've seen who doesn't just tell the same stories on stage he told on his podcast. I'm like, yeah, because I do stand-up comedy. That's my, yeah, my, exactly. my, that's my thing. I write jokes all day long, you know? But a lot of times people like, like now, it used to be like, if you had this, you were going to be a successful comic. Now podcast has become so big now that that's becoming a huge, which is good and bad. I well, mean, I mean, yes, but it's also the crowd. It is. I mean, every throw a rock, your mailman has a podcast yeah. Yeah, yeah. called Stamped. You know, okay. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> stamped out. I mean, it always uh, comes late, but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, every single person has a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you're lucky you've you've done it for so long with such consistency, and that's really the credit to you is the, your ability to remain consistent through thick and thin, ups and downs, everything you keep putting out a show and that's what's gotten you where you are and that's what makes this a great podcast I also love doing it and I also love talking to people yeah it helps I, to like, like doing it yeah. that's for sure <laughs> I mean I, but even though I was listening to the Colby Covington podcast I did because I, I did a best of we put on like put out six of them last week of like yeah. the best of and like we had Colby on the podcast when no one knew who he was he was 7-0 and and he was on some late thing like a UFC China yeah. and I remember I had Luke Barnard on the show China. and I was like this Luke is in the UFC and I go Luke have you know this guy he's like no and Marina was like no I go this guy is going to be a star watch yeah. and they kind of like oh after watching two fights of his you could tell I go no there's something about this guy he's going to be very hard to beat yeah. uh, and then and he came on he was like super sweet and like just it was a different he had really got the whole you know, pre-Maga pre- Colby. Yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> but what was that? <laughs> Pre-Maga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pre-Maga. Uh, speaking of which, by the way, the Trolby. feud on Twitter between Dylan Dennis and Ben Askren. Oh my gosh. Is the, have you seen this? No. Ben Askren is now doing Boom Roasted, right? And he makes these videos where he's like, Dylan Dennis, you couldn't make your high school wrestling team. Boom Roasted. <laughs> they're like, it's like, they're like, they're like, like he's just saying facts, just obvious. shitty facts yeah. about you. Yeah. 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 Your father's been married three times. Boom, (laughs) roasted. And he he does like six of them a day. He's like, Dylan Dennis, your hair is ugly. Boom, roasted. I mean, just like that. They get like 30,000. It's it's pretty fucking funny. Like, like, Astrid's bored or whatever, but he's he's going. He's not even in the UFC, Dylan Dennis. He's like, you're fighting a guy who's three and four. He's like, boom, roasted. See, but that's what's genius about it. It's yeah. so simple. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, yeah. All right. and Ben Askren sounds like it a makes you hate yourself already. for trying. Oh, oh yeah. No, like, why am I spending all this time trying? Oh, <laughs> so it was so funny. So I did the shows on the ships. They were actually, uh, they were actually fun. I mean, the, the hard part is like, you got to do. So there's five shows you do: two mm-hmm. two G rated PG, and then three dirty. And you got to do. So you do one 30-minute PG and two different 30-minute dirties. Is what you're required to do, yeah. right? So you got to have an hour and a half of material. That's, that's no problem. Yeah. But then the same crowd comes back for the repeat shows. And you tell them, this is a repeat show. I'm doing the same show I did an hour. They're like, good. They sort of applaud it you know, sometimes. Or they go, whoa. But other comics, like, I have five different shows. So they do, they do have – so it, it forced me to write more shows. Yeah. But then you go to some of these comic shows and they're like – they're like – 
a story about like, the elevator. So reaching, they're like, they're yeah. like they're right, like, right. They're not exactly, or they're doing some, a lot of like very tepid crowd work. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, 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 but they were good. I mean, they were. A, well, a, you can't do really aggressive crowd work. It has yeah, to be super yeah. nice. Yeah, because you're, you're going to do there. it. Yeah, I mean, if you do it, it better be highly them. complimentary. But because uh, you can't risk pissing somebody off. But they were fun. I mean, they were fun. I had a, I, I needed the the the, uh, the uh, sleep. Yeah, that was like. I bet you slept like a champ. Huh, oh buddy? my god, I uh. I would I would wake up not be tired. Think about having to watch the baby all day and go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So who watched the baby while you were gone? Well, we had to get a nanny, so I basically oh, okay. broke even on the week. Uh, these nannies are not getting twenty bucks an hour, just, which is like you know I'm not going to be cheap when it comes to my how kid. Much I get. But it's it's crazy. I was gonna say it's, you know I mean it could be worse so. No, it's all good. She she she, she liked the nanny, so that's, that's that was good. cool. And then uh, so that was fun. And then uh, came back. On Friday, had a show at the Laugh Factory. Saturday and Sunday I had off. And last night I did a show at the Improv. I did D-Ray show. It was an all-black show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. fun. Michael Rapport was on it. It was D-Ray was on it. How is he? Hat. I hear he's getting better. I haven't. I didn't see. I didn't see it for him. I had to go home and watch oh, the right. baby. My wife's away for the couple last couple of days. Just, oh, okay. It's me and the baby. And where's she? Fun. Where's the wife? She has a work trip in uh, Seattle. Oh, okay. Um. She probably needed to sleep too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. She was probably like, "You're like, I'm gonna take this cruise gig." She was like, "Fine." She shows up the next day. You know that tri- that uh, meeting in Seattle? I can make it. Yeah. Oh, but, 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 but last night there was like a so we have nanny cams everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah. So last night she was crying, and I go in to change her diaper, and then she's like, "I hear sounds like it's going great over there." I'm like, "Will you <laughs> leave me alone?" Like. Like on her phone, she's heckling me while oh I'm changing God, a fucking hilarious. while I'm changing a diaper. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I was like, when's the nanny coming? I, I'm I'm late for my show. I gotta be, <laughs> I gotta leave. And I hear giggling like her friends are watching this too. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, come on. They probably were. They were probably all sitting in the room drinking wine. Yeah, watching you try to take care of the baby. Oh, uh, but uh, I mean, it's it's the and greatest succeed. thing. I love it. And then I, I actually brought her to practice on a uh, Monday, which was cool. Yeah. And it's just funny because I, ha- I have her strapped to my chest. I'm trying to yell at the kids, and I see the kids all making faces at my yeah. chest and yeah. smiling. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what the hell? Oh, oh, yeah. I'm trying to have a baby. So Tyler, That's how I look like on every flight. So Tyler, you have a, you have a new job? I have a new job. Yeah, I'm doing um, corporate security, and I can't actually name the You like it? The company. On air, but I can tell you guys out. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically like a glorified uh, secretary kind of. I have to make sure guest lists are being written and watch the cameras and coordinate guards doing patrols. But aren't you like a train? You're, you're a train marine. Stuff. Yeah, and a train MMA fighter. Yeah, and could, this could, is and that's what you have to be to get these kinds of boring ass jobs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have some some normal guards, like guys that are just you know went to security guard course and got their guard card. But most of our supervisors and detail leaders are all like former. But if, like, like if me and Greg ever like uh, needed you, uh, like if all of a sudden we became huge, right? And we needed like security, and we're like, oh, we got don't worry, Tyler. this is not going to happen. No, like, you so don't have to worry about this actually could. happening. I mean, how good of a shot are you? Good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, is there anything phenomenally like a, good? Like, I mean, is there like an A? Is there a grade system on shots? Uh, in the Marine Corps, there's what is it? Marksman, sharpshooter, and rifle expert. And I'm a rifle expert. Ooh. I was a six-time rifle expert. And that's that's the no, that's number one. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. So it's wow. basically like I think the score is out of three hundred on the range. If you get like two two twenty-five or above, is an expert. And I had like a two eighty something. Wow. So you are the funniest Jewish person I've ever met. <laughs> I listen. I'm going to need you to carry me out of some room sometime. Like the, I'm going to be like, what was it? The, uh, the one with Whitney Houston? The bodyguard? Body yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kicking doors. Yeah, totally. I, that's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need you to get an angry mob is going to be after me on stage. For oh, the best scene Terrible joke. And I'm going to the... need you to get me like, carry me. <laughs> and I will always. Gladly. So, so let's talk about some, some MMA news that happened recently. Conor McGregor got arrested yesterday Oy. for smashing somebody's phone. Someone took a selfie with him. He got mad, threw the phone on the ground, broke it. Stomped on it. Stomped on it. <laughs> got arrested for strong arm robbery, I think. Yeah. And, and assault. And or... assault or something. Yeah. Yeah, something. Strong we actually robbery. have him on the on the calling in right now. So, uh, Connor, uh, you just got out of jail uh, this morning, I think it was. Top of the morning to you. Uh, oh, that's right. 
I was just trying to mind my own business. When this little son of a bitch laddie shows up, he's like, take a picture with me, Conor McGregor. I'm like, you don't, I want you to suck my proper 12. That's what I want you to do if you want a selfie with me. Fuck you, I'm Conor McGregor. Now the guy who wanted the picture, did he have tattoos and work in a tattoo parlor? No, he was a tiny child. It wasn't a guy named CB? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I mistook CB for a child with a lot of tattoos. Okay, so it was CB. It was CB. I believe that's right. Okay, wow. The poor guy was so frightened. Now, 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 Someone needs to get him some vitamin D. He has brittle bones. You can see it. Now, let's talk to CB, because we have CB in the line, too. CB, <laughs> what, what happened? Okay, so I was there to graph him. Yep. Right? And I, I, little did he know, I'd actually been hiding out under his nutsack for a week. Okay. I came out I, because I noticed there was a shadow, strong opportunity to leave. So I come out from under his balls, and, 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 but of course I was like, quick, rem- I, I want a memento of this moment of me exiting the balls. Right. And that's when he, you know, obviously saw the, he saw the phone. Now, Connor, is that what happened? That's not what happened at all. I was taking a shite, and I felt a particularly large, solid piece of doo-doo. Right, Wow. And the doo-doo was pressing hard against me, but Okay. And that's when I realized <laughs> that this was no ordinary piece of shit. So he, wait, CB went up in your asshole? Okay. In my defense, it had been a cold night and I'd gone in there looking for shelter. It was in Miami. It was, there was a lot of wind. Okay. It was, a, it was a very breezy night. Hurricane season. I was wearing silk shorts, okay. so I don't blame him on that count. Okay. All right. So so he plopped th- out of my asshole. So you were taking a shit. CB popped out of the act thing. You took the camera uh, and smashed it saying, no, this is not the right time because... That's right. Okay. All right. Because I'm taking a shit. All right. And I'm Conor McGregor. No, I heard Bob Sapp was there uh, to recap what happened. Was, was, was Bob Sapp... Any, anywhere near this event? Hey, man. Ha, 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 ha. How the, you know, I was nowhere near there. I had kidnapped a fella down in Nigeria. <laughs> he was in the trunk of my car. <laughs> and I didn't, I couldn't have been anywhere near this shittening. <laughs> so Bob Sapp, now Bob, you won your last fight. What how, What happened? Well, the check bounced. <laughs> okay. They had paid me by check and that motherfucker didn't clear. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, I'm knocking this motherfucker out. <laughs> All right, well, there was another witness to the event with see with CB and uh, Connor, which was uh, one whole cock. Uh, now, one whole cock was there. Um, w- Mr. Cock, uh, what happened? Uh, I was a nearby. I was eating a wonton soup when I noticed that I had the diarrhea. Okay. I go into the bathroom yep. and I realize that next to me is the champion, Akana McGugger. Right. And here's I'm making a mini noise like a leprechaun chewing on a roll of a penny. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is when I hear the altercation that you speak of. Oh, okay. So did, 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 did you and Connor was right, one whole cock? Oh, of course it was. You don't invade the man asshole. Oh, that makes sense. Now, was Rowdy Beck was also nearby? What ha- <laughs> she says she has a statement on the whole thing, too. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Rowdy Beck, what happened? Oh, I was here front. Tr- I was here in my... <laughs> I'd been drinking a lot of energy drinks that day. Right. So I was particularly juiced up, and I had been running circles all around the restaurant. I couldn't sit down. I had too much energy. Okay, all right. Well, listen, I'm happy this whole thing got cleared up. Uh, thank you, Mr. Sapp, CB, Connor, uh-huh. Rowdy, oh, thank you. and Mr. Cox. Thank you. Uh, thank- <laughs> uh, you're very wicked. All right, so now that we know what happened, uh, that sounds good. Uh, let's talk about some of the fights that happened last week. Um, Junior Dos Santos. I love that I got my own best of episode right there at the top of this <laughs> Let's just do it. Oh, it was a all retrospective. Let's get all of them in there. I was, he's even saying we have someone else with us. And I'm thinking, who the fuck else have I done on this show? I had no idea. Past, past the CB, I had no idea where we were Wait, going. Wait, what are you talking That was you? No, that wasn't me. Yeah. So, Derek Lewis, Junior Dos Santos. Oh. All right, here are my thoughts about this. Derek Lewis is a great fighter, great athlete, but... 
when you keep doing things and getting away with it, at every level you go higher, you're not going to get away with this stuff. Right. Okay, so when, he, when he's on bottom, I remember one time he was getting up, and Brian Stan was like, he's doing everything wrong right now, but it's Derek Lewis, so it, it'll, it'll work. So it works. Eventually, yeah. you're going to run into a guy who, where that's not going to work. And I feel like that's what's happening now at the higher level, the Daniel Cormier's and Jamie Dos Santos, where Derek Lewis can't just rely on his natural talent, right. which is knocking people out with I don't know, because that fight could have gone either way. Some of those punches, he almost knocked him out like three times in that fight. Even when he got him with that liver shot, he managed to come right up sure. and almost put his lights out right there. That was, so, I mean, you could say that, but, I mean, he did almost win the fight a couple of times. But this is not a prime Junior Dos Santos. This is a guy who's been knocked out a bunch of times. Yeah, but there's I, nobody prime in heavyweight. Uh, <laughs> True. It, I mean, <laughs> it, just, it just seems like that's going to keep happening to Derek Lewis because unless he gets a Hail Mary knockout against some of the, the upper echelon guys, they're just going to kind of figure him out, which right. is that. Well, it also, I don't know if it's a gas tank thing or, or if it's just he's comfortable, but he seems so calm. Like, like there's no urgency to anything he does. Yeah. You know, like no, he's funny like, and he's entertaining. You know, yeah. And he's, and he's charismatic <sighs> and I, I, I love watching him fight. I, it just seems like. At first, I'm like, great, he's looking for a way out. I mean, look, I wouldn't want to get kicked in the ribs by Junior Dos Santos. Either. I was going to say, so was it a rib injury? Was it the, a liver shot? Was it a... I'm just saying... I'm just saying was some, yeah, but it Vince, was something. Look, Vince was like a said. liver shot. But, like, but Vince I mean, was saying really in Australia, he, was, he saw him eating ribs before his fight. Yeah. Like, he was in the back... Had a whole thing of ribs. So it was ribs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the shot. whole plate of ribs that was in his stomach. It was the baby back. Got, yeah, I've heard, the, I've heard that before. It was like baby, in the locker baby. room and an hour before his fight. He's he doesn't eating. spar. I mean, doesn't seem to really. I wouldn't say take it seriously because I take it serious. But he's, he's always retiring after every fight. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, like I'm a fan. I'll watch any fight he gets in. I just think he's gonna. The top five guys are gonna have his number if he doesn't really take it seriously yeah. about his his like training. Yeah. You know because. Uh, it's just, at least at least like developing the the uh, wrestling defense and the cardio a little more. Like I, like, I liked his kick. Keep your yeah, that was fun. Exactly. It got like, the Santos kicking. He I mean, throws crazy stuff. Yeah, it's fun to watch. But is he gonna beat the best guys? Is he going to beat? Okay, the, so who are we talking about then? Who's who's he not going to beat? Yeah, he won't beat Daniel Cormier. He won't beat Dos Santos. He, he won't, won't beat Stephen Miocic. But I mean, is Daniel uh, going to fight at heavyweight still, or Joe? Dan Jr. beat him already. Cormier he beat won't him. beat Brock. He won't beat okay. John Jones when he moves he, up. He which might beat Brock. Will, so Brock he could beat. I think. I don't think so. At this this version, this maybe forty five. Maybe he won't beat John Jones when he moves up. I don't um, think there's anything in that fight that's going to make him do anything different. You don't think so? No, I think he came close enough to winning to just be like, yeah, this is great, you know, and keep doing that. Well, I don't know. I just think that uh, you see the potential of what he could be, which is even yeah, better, a lot right. better than what he is. Right. Um, now, uh, Wish he could get there. Curtis Millinder. He could get there. He's been on the show a bunch of times. Oh, that was hard to watch. That was yeah. rough. Curtis Millinder just ran that into this. Rough. This guy, you know, Elizu Dos Santos. Yeah. This guy's an animal. Yeah. He looked great. He's good. Was, really was it wrestling? Was he or jujitsu? Jujitsu. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Once he got on top of him, I mean, he just bullied him. Yeah. It was pretty. I mean, it was pretty decisive. But Curtis has had a pretty fast rise. I, mean, I remember we talking to him when he was in, in the LFA. I mean, he wasn't like all of a sudden. Yeah. He's you know, he's not going anywhere. He just needs to. His ground game kind of got exposed. Yeah. Which is rough. Uh, by the way, they're saying that. Speaking of which, Diego Sanchez, you're saying is going to fight. Uh, Damian Maya, Ooh. what year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you two thousand and thirteen? Well, I mean Sanchez won his last. He's going fight, back down. Is I know, Diego's but I mean, going back down, or he's been at seventy, I guess. Yeah. Come on, can't this Diego, is a Bellator match? Can't that Diego is not a fucking? Can't dress. Diego just just leave on a win? I mean, I mean, dude, I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. Why? I agree with that. Why not? Look at him. He's still he's good. fucking insane. He may still be, good. He, he may punch himself normal. He like, could he, punch <laughs> himself back into into normalcy. Um, Did he win? He like, looked tough. I mean, one Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, he one. won Ultimate, yeah, Fighter Ultimate Fighter one. And it's always so funny when they say that in the announcements because when they say that, I'm always like, "Am I watching a rerun?" 
Like, am I watching a fight from, like, is this UFC yeah. Unleashed or something? Yeah. You know, well, it's like, you the winner of the Ultimate Fighter won. I'm like, and, and if there was an Ultimate Fighter negative three, he would have won that. Like, yeah. he, just, he just happened to be one. Like, he was fighting before that, way but, before that. But you were there. You were there. You should, the, the crowd, when they, like, they did a little video montage for him before he did his walkout, mm. it was insane. People in love there. him. Yeah. People love him. So why would he retire? Because, like, because he needs his brain cells. Does he? I gotta They're go already gone. I gotta go with the does he <laughs> argument. Does he? I, I'm firmly in the does he uh, <laughs> like, side of this. Oh, okay. What? Like, I think fights are more important. I understand. Than yes, he does need his brain cells, but like, he's already gone, man. It's it's Diego. Diego has gone from like yes to no to nightmare to he's had, he's had more, Jesus Christ to he's had more nicknames than like, like McGregor had title defenses yeah. I mean, he, 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 he was the nightmare yeah. and then he was uh, the dream then dream then he was Lionheart yeah, yeah. Um, so it's while. like it just you know for me as a as a fan like speaking of by the let way, him do it speaking of brain cells Paulie Malignaggi is now doing bare knuckle boxing oi he and he's and he wants to fight Artem Artem Lavov. Oh, yeah. McGregor's friend. Who's fighting, what's his name in it? That He's fighting um, Hick Diaz. The the kid from... Oh, he is. Yeah, he's fighting him in Baron. Lavov is fighting Hick Diaz. Really? The kid from uh, Mississippi. Uh, oh. What's his name? Um, the, um, J- Jason, Jason, yeah, Jason Knight. Knight. Jason Knight. Yeah. Jason Knight, who's a great fighter, but he's a great jiu-jitsu guy, especially, is fighting Artem Lavov, and the winner is fighting Pauli Malignaggi. In bare knuckle boxing, they're See, probably thinking that. I thought that it, Jason Knight was in New Kids on the Block. <laughs> that was my thinking. That was Jordan Knight. Oh, got it. Sorry, he's still hanging tight. So this is my thing with, with <laughs> Polly doing bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> yourself, that don't you? All what? these other guys that we've seen doing bare knuckle boxing are all MMA fighters that are doing bare knuckle boxing. Polly's a fucking boxer. Like, yeah, but he's a boxer with no power. I mean, he has three knockouts in like fifty fights. Mm. So. I mean, the thing about bare knuckle boxing, you don't need the, the guy with the most power doesn't necessarily win. That's the thing, though. You can it's cut like, people up, but also like he's got enough power to knock somebody the fuck out. He does with yeah. no gloves on. But Absol- he, but he's been his last couple boxing matches, he got knocked out hard. Do you see that Sean Porter fight? I mean, he was knocked out of the ring. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he can do well. I think he can do well. I don't think it's a smart decision, but I. But think he's, he I mean, he's well. also analysis for Showtime. What's wrong with these guys? Like, yeah. They won. These people win. Like, you won, dude. You're one out of a million boxers who now has a job at Showtime. You're set up. Yep. And you're going to go... Sometimes when you're a fighter, you're a fighter. Yeah, it's just in there. It's just in there. I feel like I'm watching every Rocky film where they're like, he's like, I want to go back. and Totally, you want to go back. You know, you hear it in every sport, too. All these football players, and they see, you know, they're calling games. They're like, man, I want. I could get back. Maybe I should... Put on a jersey again, and they're like, "No, you shouldn't." You yeah, but that's but that's this is bare knuckle boxing. Now we're going to the next extreme. It's whatever you are. Y- yeah, those guys are fighters. They just want to fight. But I think he thinks as like he he challenged any MMA fighter. He goes, "I will fight any MMA guy in bare knuckle boxing." Uh, so he's not even doing regular boxing. He's like, "I'm going for like," he wants to be the king of this sport. You know? Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, By the way, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it. And I can't wait to see it. Okay. I've, already, I've, already, I've already ordered it. It's a horror. It's a horror. It's a horror show. It's an abomination. When is sporting. the next one? It shouldn't be allowed, but I can't wait to see it. One thousand percent. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. On uh, Nico Price versus Tim Means. That, oh my that god, that was a war. Oh, oh I didn't watch god. that one. I'm that never, was the best. That one. was the fight. Did that get fight in the night? It, I probably did. I felt bad because I wanted Tim to win. Or performance. I mean, I mean, Tim came on the show. Said so talk about being in jail for drug use, and he would like. You would know if someone was jerking was off with their because they would put like a little towel in the hole. He was <laughs> fucking him up too. Like he, he was, he was tagging him up. Yeah. And I loved his boxing and it was nasty. And he just, fuck man, that's how it goes. That's uh, what makes then, MMA amazing. Yeah. Benil Dariush, I'm happy for him. Yes. He's, he's yeah. Yeah. He pulled that one out. Yeah. He was getting killed. He, he was. was. In the first round, he was getting beat up pretty good. That kid could throw some fucking leather, man. <laughs> that kid could throw some hands. Drew Dober has Woo! the biggest legs I have ever seen. Well, I was yelling. I was yeah. on the couch yelling, Huge. Benny, what are you doing? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Like, you're a guy that like went into overtime against Kron Gracie. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like a high-level black belt. And he's sitting there 
trading punches with Drew Dobo, a kid yeah. from Nebraska. Dude, yeah. that like, kid, he he was he looked good when he was throwing those punches. I was like, this guy's going out. Yeah. But he managed to tie him up and hold on and then got to the second round. And then I'm watching it with, with like my wife, and afterwards he's like, once you believe in Christ, everything else is easy. And my wife's like, see, told you. I'm like, see, oh, come on. You. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. <laughs> You're like, betrayed. Yeah. Dude, did you see that little smile he gave him at the end, too? Who? After he tapped him. Oh, Benny did. Yeah, uh, they like they like closed up on him, and he he looked up at him and gave him like a little like, yeah, like gotcha. Totally, no, you're right. Yeah. But then they showed the other the other angle, like from behind Drew Dober. Yeah. And you just see his head turn, and you know he was looking at him like, you what the fuck was that? Like you yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just like, hey, it's like don't fight that counts. Yeah. Sorry, brother. That, that counts. counts. Sorry, you couldn't defend it. I was just so. beating you for three rounds, and then you fucking. I remember that watching too. Like, uh, come on. My, my dad's like first MMA fight. We, 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 we were watching Nate Diaz versus uh, what's that? That black guy that used to always like dye his hair. And, oh, Gallard. Yeah, Gallard. And Gallard was like kicking his ass, and then Nate caught him, and Nate won. Oh, the, was yeah. that the oh, triangle? Yeah. Where he's no, the, the triangle was Kurt Pellegrino. But, oh, yeah. but Gallard, my dad's like, wait. He won. He yeah. was, I'm like, that's these are the rules. Like, yep. he's like, what? That's the way the most rules. of Gallard's fights went. <laughs> I know, He'd come man. out, beat him up for a minute, they get 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 caught in some yeah. jujitsu, stupid, get taken down, yep. and then that's it. And it's over. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, I tell you, Mario Renault. Oh her, man, I like that fight. I wanted to win because this girl Yana. I have a personal story with this person. So I went to the fights at UFC 235, mm -hmm. and I, I get excited at the fights. Not as excited as you do, right? I was about to say, you got on to me about getting excited, so whatever you got, you probably deserved. No, I was happy, because we were right in the front, and I'm sitting there with uh, Jay Haran, and Yana went with this girl who trains at her gym, this like hot uh, girl that used to be in the lingerie football league, and now she's nice. a fighter. She came to my show the night before, and she's sitting with Yana, and then... Uh, behind us is like uh, Oyama, a bunch of other people, like some some pretty big fighters. Uh, Vince, by the way, so we're in like the kind of not hot, we're in the middle seats. We move down. Yeah, right? I saw. I'm like, let's move down. We move down. We're sitting in the front. We're in Vince's seat. Like out of all yeah. the people, <laughs> like what's the odds? Like yeah. one in twenty thousand is the odds that you're gonna be in this my friend's seat. You know, however many seats. So anyway, so. Yana's sitting there. So what, he showed up and you're like, oh shit, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, dude yeah, he yeah. texts me, he's like, fucking Adam's in my seats, dude. Yeah. It's like, there he is. <laughs> well, 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 there's another funny story. But so, uh, so on, on the way over there, Vince is like, hey, uh, uh, Tyler's going to the fights too, but he's sleeping in the park. I go, what? He goes, yeah, he says, he's going to sleep. I go, dude, yeah, he's, he was going camping and stuff. I'm like, he's in the park? Um, so I call Tyler up, I'm like, hey, man. If you need a place to crash, I got a hotel room. You don't have to sleep in the park. He's like, no, I meant like the park hotel. Park MGM. Like, ah! was like, park MGM. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, dude, like, anyway, you like I'm sleeping in a park. Like, yeah. That's what it sounded like. And you know, you do seem like the kind of guy. I would. Who's like, who's like, fuck it, I'm not paying for that room. I'll fucking just camp out in the park. I already paid 160 bucks for the fight. Totally, exactly. I'm not fucking paying for that. Fuck you. I'll I you. totally am that guy, but like. If I, I'm with my friends, like I'm not gonna, right, you know, yeah, I would that's, that's I would go sleep thing. in the back of my truck. Yeah, no problem. I could totally see that. Yeah, me too. That's why I asked yeah. him. So I'm sitting there, <laughs> and then like Yana is kind of next to me, and Sarah Morass, and the people I know, Sarah who came to my show. So I go, I go, uh, I go, Yana. I go, Yana. Who's gonna win this fight? You know? Yeah. That was it. And then, uh, and then that, it was, she said, blah, blah blah. This guy. Another fight happened. I go, Who's gonna win? She goes, Stop asking me that. And I was like. Whoa, all right. So then I was like, uh, like I was hitting on her. I, I literally just said, who's going to win this fight? Like, right. I'm a married guy with a child. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going for Who's Russian, hitting on her? Russian fighter. Yeah, like, so then, <laughs> so, then, so, then I, so then I was like kind of annoyed. You are, I was like, because yeah. she said it loud. Yeah. And, like, and like, like, like I was being, so then I asked everyone in the row behind her yeah. and the row in front, who's going to win the fight? <laughs> Oh shit! One by one, one you were, by one. You yes. were way worse than me. And then, ah, and then people were all answering me too, yeah, and yeah. then telling me why. Yeah. Because it was all fighters and shit. So they're like, "Oh, this person's gonna win." But I'm like, "Fuck this!" Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I was just trying to be. She was by herself with another person, like who came to my show. It wasn't like I was a random person. Yeah. Like the friend came and told me the night before. Right. Like, <laughs> so I was, so I was especially rooting for. Me. Well, it's okay because she got her nose shoved to the side of her face. But she, oh, yeah. yeah, but they gave her the win. No, she did. Well, I mean, first two rounds. It was. It was. I could have. You could have given Marianne one of those rounds. Yeah, I think so. But apparently, all three judges gave her the first two rounds. Yeah. It was unanimous. So. I thought Marianne won though, but I was. I was annoyed. I thought she needed a knockout <sighs> to be certain. 
That's the thing. Like, she was all excited when it was over. Like, yeah. I did it. And I'm like, yeah, you busted her face up, but it was all in the third round. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I mean, you needed to knock her out to be sure, yeah. to be certain. Yeah. And and that didn't happen. So she was like, so, like, her arm. And, like, and yeah. I'm like, I mean, I, I wish don't know. they would do open scoring for, for really? the UFC. Yeah. Although I think, I think the third round so could have been a 10 8. Uh, she beat her up. Well, think about it. Think about all the sports it's based on. Well, I guess boxing and Muay Thai, you don't really have open scoring. Muay Thai, some Muay Thai promotions do, but wrestling, you know what the fucking score is when you're going in the third period. Jiu-Jitsu, you know what the score is on the last minute of the yeah, fight. But those, yeah, so but those like, scores are actually based on people <clears throat> like landing. This is based on judges' opinions. Yeah, So all of a sudden, still. you lose a round. You're like, Wait, how the fuck a guy starts yelling at the judge? How did I lose that round or something? You know, like, there's going to be I that. don't think so. I, mean, I don't think that would happen in the middle of the fight. They would be like, oh, shit, I, I lost that round? Fuck, I thought I won. Okay, I got to go do work. That's the thing. You got to wonder, what, how could it be negative? It couldn't really negatively, I think, affect the the fights. I, I, I think, think, for fa- I think on the, for the fans, too, you're that, like, who, who won? That like you know, yeah. oh the mystery. Then yeah, you're kind the of mystery. eliminating yeah, the big, guess, the big reveal at the end. Yeah, but even still, you have that because nobody knows. Well, unless the last round is definitive. But if that's the case, then you probably know anyway. But then it would also keep people judges more honest. People might too. leave the arena. It would keep judges more like, honest nah, for something. You think? Because like now we get it at the end, and it's like it's like thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven. 27, 28, or 29. And yeah, it's like, yeah. what the f- what fucking fight were you watching? Yeah. Where, nah. like, they'll have the opposite rounds yeah. judged, you know? And it's like, if you know every round, now we're going to start seeing a pattern of, like, the judges, okay, the this judge is bad. More, the judges will be more accountable that way. Exactly. You're, you're right. There's definitely an argument. Bad now. The scores should go up after every round next to the judge's home address. <laughs> That's just that, yes, so absolutely. Let's talk about the absolutely. fights this week. Dox them. Darren Till versus Masvidal Woo. this Saturday night yeah. in England. Uh, I don't know. I mean, last Darren Till looked so bad against Tyron Woodley, but so good as well, last. Kamar Usman's the only one that's looked good against Tyron Woodley, so he looked real good. You yeah. know, like that nobody else looks good against Tyron Woodley. But do you think that the um, now it's been kind of the blueprints been made for Darren Till and how to beat him? Sure, but. Also, most fighters aren't Tyron Woodley. So they're, they're like, in theory, yes. In theory, yes. Yeah, back up against the cage and wait for the perfect time to get your shot and then submit him. Like, okay, yeah, you can draw that up on paper all day. But is Jorge Masvidal going to do that? No. Hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah. is Anderson Silva going to do that? No. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a good fight. I like Masvidal. He's a, cool, he's a good dude. It's going to be a good fight. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, making- I think he's going to grind it out. I, I kind of hope Till wins because I want to see Askren versus Till. I would love it. Askren's, Askren's going to England to like heckle, basically. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He bought oh, a plane yeah. ticket to England like two weeks ago. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. So Boom, I, roasted. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> You're still making payments <laughs> on your car. Boom, roasted. You just lost. Boom, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> you just lost the fight. Boom. I mean, they're like... Like, like, yeah, it's like, anything. I know. Hey, you have dirt on your shoe. Boom, roasted. Roast, yeah. <laughs> you have an eight one eight area code. Boom, ro- roasted. Just, shit like, yeah. That so, is a that is a boom roasted. Oh, uh, Ian, eight one eight one eight area code. Uh, Leon Edwards <laughs> taking on Gunnar Nelson. I got um, Gunny. You got Gunny. Yeah. You see, I'm ta- a Gunny fan. You see him man. taking the woman's cardio thing, dude. That's okay. It's, nobody knows. That's like a play on an old music video. Oh, it was the it was the song from that like that video. That was the video oh, for that really? song. So he was just like recreating a music video from oh. like the early nineties. Oh well, they could have told people that. Awesome. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome if you know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. I know. It's like I wanted to go see Spaceballs, my wife, but she didn't see the like, like uh, Star Wars, so it wouldn't be. Yes, yeah, so it wouldn't be as funny. Oh, it wouldn't be funny at all. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It'd still be pretty funny. I mean, it's so silly. It'd yeah. still be funny on a certain level. I mean, yeah, it's still Mill Brooks funny, but it's like... It wouldn't be as wouldn't funny. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, know? of course. Um, also, on the, so we're picking Gunnar Nelson. Uh, Volkan Olzemir. I'm talking about a guy that was looking unbeatable. Then Daniel Cormier beat him. Then Anthony Smith beat him. Yep. Taking on Dominic Reyes, who's 10-0. Oh, that's tough. I don't know much about that's Reyes. Do you? I love Dominic Reyes. Yeah, he's he's a uh, Joe Stevenson's guy. He's, okay. He uh, who was his last fight? Was it OSP? I think so. Yeah. He looked really good against him. 
Um, let's see, Dominic Reyes. Yeah, it was OSP, and before that, he beat he beat Jared Cannonier. So it's like he's got some power. He's fast. He's smart. He's really he's really like intelligent. His fight IQ is high, and he's tough, man. So we're picking Reyes. He's tough. I I'm picking him because I'm a fan. But uh, Vulcan, you know, as a Latino, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has to side with them. I have to go with Reyes. Now, um, uh, Vulcan's dangerous, though. Mark Diakis, that guy, everyone was saying was going to be the next big thing. He remember he was like throwing firebombs at people. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, that guy. And then he ran into a couple of wrestlers. My yeah, friend uh, Drakar yeah. fucked him up. Taking on Joe Duffy, a guy who beat Conor McGregor, who, who they were also McGregor. saying was the next big thing, and then. He he lost to uh Bray. and then he lost again to the uh, James Vick. Yep. Uh, Bray, fuck he's like the guy up, that man. beat Robin Williams at the San Francisco comedy competition. <laughs> Which guy was that? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know they the guy that runs the San Francisco told me an interesting story about that. He said that like you know that haunted him the rest of his career. Uh, because people would introduce him, the guy that beat Robin Williams in the San Francisco comedy yeah. competition, and then people would be expecting be absolute funny. fucking atomic magic, oh and God. he would just come out and he was just a comedian, yeah. and and it just never he could never live up to the hype, oh, you know. And I rough. guess what had happened was is during his set the lights had gone out for a minute, and like he did all these improvs, little riffs with the lights being out or something like that, and then they came back, and so everybody <laughs> loved his set, and it was right. like the best set of the thing because he ripped about the you know the whole thing. And so he ended up winning. The plot twist, Robin turned off the lights. Like <laughs> Robin thought that was the way to beat him. Oh, yeah. man. And then, uh, and then Tom Breeze. definitely the way to beat him. Tom Breeze. Isn't he like a big jiu-jitsu master, Tom Breeze? Uh, yeah. He's taking on Ian Hainish. I think so. So, yeah. Wait, let me look him up. A couple big fights have got announced. Also. Yes, Tom Breeze. Yes. He's a, he's a British guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does jiu-jitsu. He's really good at jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah, he did. I think he did a EBI. He he lost in like the first, like the first round. But oh wow! But just I mean, getting invited to that, you know, it's pretty. It's pretty prestigious. You got to know what you're doing. Now, uh, some other announcements that have been made. Um, so Jessica I is fighting for the title. Yes, mm-hmm. my girl. Your girl. Shout out! I believe. Uh, I look. She's gonna be like an eight to one underdog. I think Jessica can pull it off. I know everyone thinks I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, but um, and yeah, probably are maybe, but I'm biased. But I, she's been she's been fighting a lot of bigger people though too. She, but yeah, but she's <sighs> the thing with Jess. She just grinds out like she grinds out like split decision wins. Jessica does. Yeah, like she's so she's so gritty and like tough that I think. She might not let the fight just go where it's going to go. Like, she just forces it to be her way. And it doesn't always work out. She's got a new camp. And when it does, yeah. And that's the other thing. I'm like, I understand it. I understand why you would move to, to the big name camp and, like, have the opportunity. But I'm always a fan of, like, these are the people that got you there. You know? Like, why wouldn't you? You know, they got yeah. you. they got you all the way there, like... And you don't think they're good enough to... You to left your camp, boom, roasted. You know, so I mean, I wish, her, I wish her the best and I would love to see, I'd love to see just guy with the title. Yeah, right? Um, but I don't know. I don't know if, it, if it's going to be... Now, would your girlfriend uh, now give you a hall pass for that or no? I don't know. I got to ask her. She uh, might be down. Really? Yeah. My, my, my wife and I have a hall pass for anyone, and I would give her a hall pass for anyone. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you can't do that. Uh, Nina Ansarov taking on Tatiana Suarez, that, and the same one. Like It's been all girl announced so far in Chicago, UFC 236, 238 in Chicago. Uh, I think Tatiana's going to win that. Her wrestling is no joke. Yeah. And Caitlin Kukajin. It's going to be all blood match. Against uh, <laughs> Joanne, Joanna Calderwood. That's also a good fight. Ka- um, Caitlin Kukagan. Yes. She's really, she's really good. The karate girl. She's from, really from, good. From uh, New Jersey. Attractive. Uh, yeah. I like the karate. Like the sound of that. The Train, karate kid. Trains out of Frankie Edgar's She's gym. karate kid. Is that, I guess it's not. Is it Frankie Edgar's gym? Who's, whose gym is it? Is it uh, Zabit's gym? I think it's. I, yeah, right. Or is I it Frankie Edgar's uh, gym? Or, I think it's still Frankie's gym. Eddie, is it Eddie Alvarez's gym? Frankie's gym. I yeah. saw Eddie at the fights. Eddie, oh, really? Yeah. He's shorter than I thought. All right. So we're going to talk to a guy. Little guy. I think that's most celebrities. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're always shorter than me. Especially fighters, though, because they list them at a certain height. It's like you always, 
bump up the stats right? a little yeah. bit. Oh yeah, add a oh, little yeah. bit. Like I'm six two. Oh, <laughs> you're five <laughs> eleven. <laughs> Hello. Can I tell you, I'd kill to be five eleven. <laughs> Hello. I'd kill to be six two. Hello, is this Matt? Oh, Matt. Yeah. Exactly. What's up, people? Robinhood is an investing app. Lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission free. While other brokerages charge up to ten dollars for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You can view easy to understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. How great is that? You can also view stocks collections, such as the 100 most popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moments to invest. And Robinhood is giving listeners of MMA Roasted a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. So sign up at mmaroasted.robinhood.com. Sexual performance issues, way more common than you think, okay? It's not good. One out of four guys suffer from ED, but it can be treated. Yes, today's your lucky day because Hims is a wellness brand for men. You've heard us talking about Hims, and if you haven't yet, get on board and stop struggling with ED. Because why do guys turn to weird solutions or to do nothing? They can instead turn to medicine and science. Getting older sometimes means certain parts of the body might not be working as much as they should. So start revving that engine again with ED treatment from Hims. Forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Listen, don't get defrauded by online sketchy marketplaces. It's hard made easy. Being your best means performing your best. Okay, it's been featured in GQ, Men's Health. Esquire and Playboy. Listen, the first month is just five dollars. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last, and subject to your doctor approval. Restrictions may apply. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com/mmaroastd. That's f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com/mmaroasted. Forhims.com/mmaroasted. What's up, people? March Madness is upon us. It's another huge month in sports across the NBA and NCAA. There's only one place to get in all the action. That's betonline.ag. Support our podcast by going to www.clnsmedia.com forward slash winning and use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's CLNS50, betonline.ag. It's your online sportsbook experts. Now, the NBA, the biggest matchups this week are the Celtics. Okay, they're taking on the, uh, the Golden State Warriors. And the Timberwolves are taking on the Jazz. Yes. And with plenty of excitement and drama happening on and off the court, you don't want to be left on the sidelines. Go where the action is at betonline.ag. Go there now. Yes. Go where the action is. Because CLNS Media and BOL are offering you a 50% sign-on bonus. That's 50% by signing up at clnsmedia.com forward slash winning and using our code CLNS50 with your first deposit. Yes, go to clnsmedia.com forward slash winning. Use promo code CLNS50 for your 50% sign-on bonus today. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What's going? Matt Delanoid, how's it going? It's good, man. It's good. How you doing? Good, good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. So you came on this podcast. uh, A little backstory. Uh, Don't want to be insulting, okay? So someone sent me that um, that, uh, Data 5000 promo, right, that you're on? Right. So I retweeted it, right? And I was like, I got to go see this. I'm in. And then your girlfriend was like, oh, my boyfriend's on that card. So I was joking, and I was like, oh, you lost me at boyfriend. Like, as a joke, you know. And then she's yeah. like, then she writes typical male. And then I was, so then I felt terrible. I was like, oh, I, I'm sorry. So then, I, so then I hit her up, but I was like, hey, you know, I was just kidding. I, I don't mean to offend you. I'd love to get your boyfriend on the, on the, on the podcast. And she's like, he'd love that. So here you are. Uh, so welcome. Yeah. But, so Turn anyway. negative into a positive. How are you, man? 
I'm good. I'm good. Doing really good. How about you guys? We're doing good. I, I watched some of your fights, man. You, I'm happy we actually have you on the podcast because you're a monster, man. Uh, you've had over 40 fights, and you've, you've been killing them. Uh, you're 27 wins, 14 losses, and uh, but all your fights are just. I, I love how they always throw you these new guys, thinking that you're going to be the guy that they beat, and you're just kicking the crap out of these like young upstarts, which is pretty damn awesome. Yeah, you get you get uh, you get kind of pigeonholed. Like when you've had as many fights as me, you know, um, and obviously you know, I haven't been to the UFC, so yeah, I get a bunch of bullshit offers on the regional level where they want to you know they want to get their up-and-comer a, a win off somebody that's got a record like me and uh yeah it doesn't always work out for them no it's, it's pretty it's pretty fun man like that's that one down in st louis they you know they pumped that dude's nuts up so bad and uh i made pretty quick work of him so it's definitely satisfying. No, your your last fight against Steve Mann, you're like, I never even heard of this guy, and like, and everyone there was like booing you and like saying you're gonna get your ass kicked. You had this one punch where you you did like a double punch. You hit the guy with both hands, like like you in like the ears in each ear. Nice. And then the guy fell down. I never seen that before. Was, was that on purpose? Yeah, I mean. Honestly, like my coaches tell me after the fight, they're like, yeah, man, that's why we're working this, this, and this. And I couldn't tell you, you know, what I hit him with at work. But I remember that shot and I watched on the video and they're so biased, man. When you go out of town like that, they're so biased in the commentary. They're like, oh yeah. And Steve, man, drops for a takedown. It's like, bitch, he fucking folded like a sack of potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was thinking the same thing. Like you hit him with both both your punches to the ears, both ears. The guy, I never seen a punch like that since I was like in thir- like second like grade. A double hook. Yeah, it was a double hook, and That's then the guy, awesome. the guy went flying down, and they're like, "Oh, he 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 definitely pulled guard." I'm like, "No, he didn't pull guard." <laughs> I was like, I'm, "I was like, what? That is going to sit down and pull guard in the middle of the yeah. for no reason." I was call like, that like a Hulk smash. It, or it a was horseshoe it was crazy. Or? I never seen that punch before. What do we call that? We got to give it a name. It was pretty damn awesome. Um, or like horseshoe. I do got to say, one of your fights, though, against Scott Ho, this guy must uh, outweigh you by, like, 90 pounds. Like, why did you take... Yeah, he cut down to make the heavyweight limit. I was, you know, I've had some some rough patches, I guess, where, you know, I dropped down to 155 for a minute there and then stopped really caring and uh, got heavy. And then they offered me that fight with Huff and... I thought it was a good matchup, and uh, I just didn't follow the game plan. You got to stay on the outside with a big guy like that, and I just got right in the pocket with him. But yeah, I, I weighed in maybe two hundred pounds, and he Woo. was at the limit two sixty five. It looked it. It, lo- it looked like uh, it was like a dare or something. I'm like, what? How is this even legal? I mean, you must walk around at what one eighty five, one ninety. It varies. I'm I'm right. At, I'm about 195 today on my way down to 75 for this one. But I got I got big over the winter. I got up to like 230. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a process. Now how long how long is it like between when you're when you're cutting and when you're putting weight back on? What's that? Like is it a, is it a couple months? Like say you you cut to 75 for this fight and then you'll get back up to 95 and then above. Like how long does that take you? I mean, I, ideally, I don't get over 200, but uh, over the winter, man, I just, uh, in a new relationship, being comfortable, you know, a lot of oh, beer yeah. and pizza and everything. Oh, and that's I just right. That's not right. Yep, yep. killer. It's, that's it's, right. not a, it's not typical, but, like, the, the cuts, like, I've been fortunate with these past few fights. I've gotten, you know, really advanced notice. So, I mean, everybody's like, oh, my God, you're cutting, what is it, 55 Total. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I was 230. So, yeah, to get to 70, it's going to be 55 total. But it's when you diet down and you eat right and everything, it's it's not as bad as it seems. I'm already, yeah, like sure. I said, I was, I'm already down to 195 today. So, And then some of the guys, I mean, I mean, like the guys you fought, you fought some studs. I mean, you've beaten a lot of good guys, but then you've, you've lost. But the guys you've lost to, like John Alessio, who's a monster, Josh Neer, another monster, Ben Askren. Uh, and I watched the Askren fight today. Human person. You stuffed his, his like takedown. He came in for a takedown, and you just shook it off. I was like, "Holy shit!" You were you were winning that fight for a while, and then he got you in some kind of like a, a north south choke. 
But that, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh that was probably probably not a good time for you to take that fight. <laughs> I didn't really know shit back then. I just kind of got by on grit, but it was one of those things where shit, you get a chance to go out and beat an Olympian, you take it. Hell yeah. yeah. No, I'm telling you, man, you're you're a real man's man. Uh and by the way, you, and your, your girlfriend's beautiful. By the way, she's also a fighter and a, and a psychiatrist. So uh, yes, yeah, you got Thank you. you got your hands full there. I love that he says I didn't really know shit. I just get by on grit. Yeah, and it's his twenty second fight. His twenty second like, fight. <laughs> yeah, how do you not know shit after ever twenty two fights? Though, by the way, that, that is kind of strange. That's fucking rad. Uh, now, now you're fighting in Data Five Thousand. Are you doing the bare knuckle part, the MMA part? You're fighting in a tri yeah. a, a trigon. What's going on here? Yeah, I'll be doing bare-knuckle boxing under Wyoming's rules. It's going to be a five, three-minute round fight. And, yeah, they've got this uh, – they call it the Trigon. It's an 18 by 18 by 18 triangle. So take a standard boxing ring and cut it in half from ring post to ring post, and that's pretty much what you're dealing with. Now, have you ever but done we've, – We've simulated it. We've simulated it in the gym, and it's cozy. We'll put it that way. Have you ever done bare-knuckle boxing before? I haven't, and I don't want to sound like one of those guys, but, I mean, I've been fighting with my bare hands for longer than I've been fighting professionally, so I, I feel really confident. It's it's one of those things where, I, you know, I, I liked MMA for a long time, but I'm kind of getting burnt out on it a little bit just because I'm getting older, and to go to three different gyms to practice jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, boxing, it gets a little overwhelming and trying to have a career and everything at the same time. So it's nice, nice on the body to just focus on one art. And, uh, my hands are incredibly fast right now, but, uh, it's, it's, everything's coming together. I feel like I could, I could do this bare knuckle thing for probably five years or so at least. Wow. Now, how does data 5,000 get in contact with you? Um, funny enough. I mean, he never did. It's, uh, my my buddy Nico Price, uh, he I, I I met him just by chance um, before his fight where he hammer fist knockout the dude from the bottom. Before that fight, I got to train with him a little bit, and then I was with him for uh, his camp for his Dallas fight for a little bit. But his his coach Jeremiah actually you know hit me up and um, asked me if I'd be interested in it because hanging out we went up to colorado springs for a week or so together but hanging out getting to know each other it came up you know the bare knuckle thing because it was starting to be popular and i'm like yeah man i'd, I'd do that but uh the show the guys that are running the show you know they're out of miami and and jeremiah and nico are out of cape coral so uh you know they got a hold of him down there and he hit me up and here we are so now where can people find you? Let's say they want to sponsor you, they want to get you on their podcast, because you seem like a really cool guy, you seem like a, a badass. Um, where can people find you? At Fight Delanoy on all social media. At Fight Bona. Any, any questions for this man, Greg Wilson? No, man. Sounds like he knows what he's doing. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Tyler, anything else for... This? I love that you think you can do a bare knuckle fighting for five years. I mean, does your face think you can do bare knuckle fighting for five years? I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, as long as the rest of the body will hold up, the face heals pretty quick. So I think I'll be all right. All right. Wait, so so bare knuckle boxing is your backup plan? <laughs> I, I guess it just you know take it how it comes. That's awesome, man. Well, that, that, dude, I'm telling you, the, the kids from he's from Omaha. They're just they're different. Listen, uh, yeah, when you're a fighter, breed. you're a fighter. You love to different fight. Breed. Different go. breed. Different breed. Tyler, any questions for this? No questions, just uh, good luck, and I'll be watching. Yeah, good luck, man. I'm very th excited. Thanks for coming on the podcast, my friend. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. All right, take care. We'll have you, we're going to have you back after your fight. Sounds good, bro. All right, take care. Good night, guys. You too. All right. All right. All right. It's a cool guy. So I feel like the next interview is going to be like, so I'm announcing my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Bare knuckle man, boxing. That bare knuckle uh, shit. That shit hurts. It's not cool. I think, I, I think he could win. I, no, I he might. Win. I know. I mean, I'm just making jokes, it, obviously. The guy sounds like he, if he's he saying, sounds like he likes it. Yeah, if he's like saying he, he was just getting by on grid after 22 fights, man, like, 
Yeah. Woo, that's Man, a tough motherfucker. And like, and like, most people are like, hey, want to fight in an Olympian? He's like, Fuck, I can't turn <laughs> this down. Oh, well, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, I, I would say uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> if they yeah. asked me, <laughs> like, I think like, I would turn uh, that down. Olympic wrestler? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not going to get my face smashed in while I can do nothing. <laughs> He's good, though. I, I see them fighting. He, he goes to Australia as the opponent, and they're all booing him, and he just fucks people up. He's always like that guy they bring in. That's lose awesome. Yeah. Wins, which is cool. So Greg, it's what do you almost have, what do you... better to be that, like at a regional level, yeah, than to be just a no, you know, bottom of the barrel guy in the UFC. Like, you think so? I think so. Like, have people that actually know who you are, and like, I think it the, depends you know, on which the, direction the you're headed pleaser. when you're at the bottom of the barrel of the UFC. True. Are you trajectory up or are you heading down? Because if it's on your way out, then yeah, go ahead and leave the building. Right, right, right. But if you're at the bottom, but you're used to that working, potential, yeah, you're, you're working way up, then you stay. So it really depends on which direction you're headed in that. So, so what do you got coming up? Um, not much. Just teaching Tuesday and Thursday at Braxton's in Venice. Come uh, take a class in the gi. And still can't. I have no contact for another month and change, so no sparring or anything. But I'll start rolling in maybe a week or two. My nose is still a little tender, so yeah. I don't want to smash my face into people's hips and stuff. And Greg, what do you got coming up? Uh, I'm actually just going to go home and see the family this weekend, and I'll be back next week. I'm still obviously teaching my workshops right now, which are all sold out. Actually, oversold. I had to launch a second night of it. That's where I'm going right now. Awesome. So, because uh, now I'm teaching three nights a week because I oversold the workshops. Wow. Um, but then you know, so but then I'll be back next week, and I'll be at the Ha Ha Cafe on next Saturday. So that's love it. So and next, hopefully, I'll see you next week before that. Yes, uh, next Tuesday and. Uh, next Tuesday through Sunday, I'm at Reno at the Laugh Factory in Yay, Reno. Next Tuesday through Sunday. Yes. So thank you guys so much. Also, uh, on April 19th, 20th, I'm at the Black Box Theater in Boca Raton, Florida. And if you also uh, and I like to shop on Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first. Go to Amazon, and uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Bye bye. Trap, Sonson, Trap, Donson. Tunis, 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 Tunis,